Today we talk about how IVF and dunking a basketball have something in common. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. How can basketball and IVF have anything in common? Well, strangely enough, they do have things in common, especially when it comes to dunking a basketball. Today's show is to help those who have gone through IVF and haven't gotten lots of eggs like some people. And why do some people get so many eggs than others? And yet the bigger question doesn't matter. Now, when we think of IVF, what we usually think of is ovarian reserve testing. That we are told is what's going to determine if we have good success or poor success with IVF. And although this is true, it's important to understand that ovarian reserve testing is not testing how well you can get pregnant, but it's testing how well we can push you to make more eggs. If you heard my podcast on egg quality, we talked about the analogy of green and red M&Ms, where the green M&Ms were the good eggs, the one with normal DNA, and the red ones had abnormal DNA. And so we talked about how really that's what helps you get pregnant or not, because it doesn't matter how many eggs you make, doesn't how many how many embryos you make, if all the embryos are abnormal, you're not going to get pregnant. And as you get older, there are more abnormal embryos than there are normal embryos. But today I just want to focus on why is it that some people don't make a lot of eggs? And to your surprise, you're going to find out it's because you're normal. So let's take a minute to talk about ovarian reserve testing. There are essentially three tests that check your ovarian reserve. There's the AFC, which stands for antral follicle count. That is how many follicles you have on your ovaries at the beginning of each month. So if you think about it, you release one egg per month, multiple eggs are growing, that group of those eggs growing is your antral follicle count. That is the potential you have every month of how many eggs you can make. The AMH, anti-malarian hormone, is a measure of how many eggs you have for the rest of your life. It really does not tell you much about how many eggs you have potential per month. It's just an idea of how many eggs you have for the rest of your life. So. Since the AMH comes from the cells around every egg, the higher that number is, the more eggs you have. If that number is lower, then the less eggs you have. And so the thought would be is if you have a higher AMH level, you should be able to get more eggs. But we'll get back to that in a minute. The last tests are called cycle day three labs. Now this test is looking at how much hormone does your brain have to make to make an egg release. I always tell people think of this like a car engine. Brand new cars like the 2021 Prius take a little bit of gas to go far because their engine is state-of-the-art. The question is, do you have a state-of-the-art engine at your ovaries? If less hormone is coming down and you're still making lots of eggs, then we know the ovaries are responding well. If lots of gas is coming down, then the problem is, is that means your ovaries aren't working well. And this can affect the results of IVF. So as a physician, when we look at these numbers, we're using that to help us make a decision 
of what we need to do for the protocol to make the most amount of eggs. So think of cycle day three labs more like this. Why they're important. If one hormone, let's say one unit of hormone from the brain, FSH goes down to the ovary, and that makes one egg, then the good thing is if I give 10 units of hormone, then those 10 units should make 10 eggs because we know one unit makes one egg. But what if for some reason your cycle day three labs had a high FSH level? Now 10 units of hormone have to come down from the brain to make one egg. Well, the problem now is if I give that same 10 units of hormone, you're only going to make one egg. So now I may have to go up to 50 units of hormones to try to get that one egg. So the point here is, if you have a high FSH, it takes more drugs to make more eggs. And if you have a low antifocal count, then we're not expecting that many eggs. So if your antifocal count is five and your FSH is low, the most eggs I'm going to get is five. If your antifocal count is 20, but your FSH is high, well, then we're never going to be able to get all 20 eggs. So we might only get half of them and get 10. So you can see how this can all affect things. And this causes a lot of stress for some people. Because one of the fallacies that has been propagated is that if these hormones are bad, these tests, then you're going to have problems getting pregnant. And that's not true. Matter of fact, the hormones and the antifocal count and the AMA are just tools for your doctor to use to determine the best plan for you. Now, yes, if they are severely bad, like your FSH level is around 30 or 40, or your antifocal count is 1, or your AMH is less than 0.1, then yes, that does mean things are very dismal. But for everybody else, an AMH of 1.5 isn't that much better than the AMH of 1.2. A FSH of 11 isn't that much worse of an FSH of 10. But the problem is, people look at it that way. But the most important thing is, is that women aren't supposed to make a lot of eggs. Sure, you hear about these women who make 40 eggs, 30 eggs. It does happen. But the thing is, those patients are unique. They're not the norm. Matter of fact, we only expect most women to get somewhere between about 12 the 16 eggs. And that's a good stimulation. So then, how does any of this have to do with basketball? Well, you see, I'm six foot two. And when I was younger, I wanted to be a basketball player more than anything. And one of the things I wanted to be able to do was dunk a ball. And I practiced and I practiced. And eventually, I was able to dunk a ball. Now, don't get me wrong. I couldn't in the middle of a game. I had to just be doing it on my own with no one guarding me. But the point is, one of the things I learned was, is that anybody with enough practice can play basketball. Anyone can learn to shoot a ball. Anyone can learn to dribble a ball. But being able to dunk a ball was something very unique, which most people on earth can't do. If someone came up to you who was five foot ten and said, I'm really good at basketball, you wouldn't say first, well, can you dunk a ball? Oh, then you're not good. Because that measure is something we know is very difficult to do, and most people can't. Well, the same thing comes with IVF. 
Most people can't dunk a ball, meaning it's normal for women to only make 12 to 16 eggs. A woman making the 30 to 40 eggs is unusual. She is the person dunking the ball. And I see this every day. I see women come in for things like family balancing, who've had four kids, all girls or all boys, and now they would like to have a baby of the other gender. And one of the things I have to explain to them is that although they're very good at getting pregnant, such as playing basketball, that doesn't mean that they're going to be good at IVF, which is like dunking a basketball. Now, this seems strange. You would think that someone who's got pregnant a lot should easily be able to do well in IVF. And that's kind of true. You would expect then that they would make some eggs. The quality would be okay if they've been getting pregnant. But again, the point is, IVF is not normal. Most people are not going to respond making 20, 30, 40 eggs. That is not normal. Having those type of expectations are just going to lead to a letdown and make you feel like you're not going to be able to become pregnant thinking you can't play basketball. But the thing is, you can. You just can't dunk a ball. But nobody can. Only a few can. In the end, my goal was to set some type of expectation for people to understand that you're not going to make a lot of eggs and that's normal. That does not mean you're not going to do well at IVF because you know that the goal of IVF is to get a good embryo. Now, sure, people who make more eggs do have better chances because they're getting more chances. But the thing is, don't worry so much about how many eggs you didn't make. The goal is to make as many as you can make. Meaning, think of your doctor like a coach. Their goal is not to make you and the LeBron James or the Michael Jordan. That's impossible. They're superstars. The goal is to get the best out of you. So if you are Steve Nash, then they want to make you the best Steve Nash you can be. Don't ever be disappointed or compare yourself to those people who can dunk a ball. Because again, that is not the norm. You are. As always, I always appreciate everyone who listens to our podcast. I'm sorry we are still at every two weeks, but until coronavirus goes away, this is just too hard to do weekly with my family around. If you have time, please review us on iTunes or other places to help spread the word and tell others about us if you like us. I pray for all the patients, even if you're not mine that you have success with whatever treatment you're doing and look forward to talking to you again on Taco Bell Fertility Tuesday. Mm-hmm.